Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. And you're listening to Two Average Girls. Hello. How are you? Good. Happy Tuesday. Thank you. You too. Thank you. We're doing a teeny tiny tag. This is coming to you uh, in the what? 30 minutes or less. We don't know. Again, we kind of <laughs> just go with it. Could be a lot less. It could be a lot more. It could be either. We don't know. But today <laughs> we wanted to talk to you about something that Denise and I have been talking about a lot recently. Maybe it's because the um, holidays are coming up. It could be that. I think, yeah, I think that's probably why. We were talking about family mottos. Yes. Um, I think we started talking about it because I mentioned to you about my family motto. Yeah. And um, here, well, let, let, let me back up. <laughs> we, we built a, a new house and it's got a, a large um, wall over a door. And it's kind of like this big empty space. And Denise, being the perpetual <laughs> interior designer, walked in, looked at that that wall and said, oh, you know what you should have here is your family motto. You should have someone come in and paint your family motto over the door. And that way, anyone who walks in or who leaves knows your family motto. Well, let's just also back up a bit because the house has got a name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just thought you, you named your house. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, if it's you know, that kind of house, it should have a motto to go with it. It's got a name. One would think. If a house has a name, (laughs) it should have a motto. It should have a motto. So then Denise's next question was, what's your family motto? And I was pretty excited. She's real excited. If you know Denise, you know that she lives for this kind of thing. She's all about like the quote and the the inspirational feeling and the whole, you know, read this book. It's going to, it's about, fa- it's about, it's about Navy SEALs. And they're, yeah. you know, yeah, I have nothing to do with Navy SEALs, but I just like the idea that, you know, somebody did something really hard and they're super inspirational and they sacrifice and yada, yada. I also am that person who takes screenshots of all kinds of quotes. You know, people are, a lot of people get on Instagram and Facebook and they really want to, you know, tell you something about their entire life. They want to share. They really want to share. And a lot of times it's annoying, <laughs> but sometimes it's somewhat inspirational. And I'll take a screenshot of it. it. It could be a meme. It's just making me laugh. But a lot of the screenshots I do are quotes and funny things that, yeah. or, or good things or something that like I like to go back and look at them and say, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Denise loves to to give a good quote, and she loves to receive a good quote. She's yeah, so. always about the quotes. So it's if great. anybody has a good quote for me, just DM me. Send it on over. <laughs> so when she asked, you know, okay, she, I can see her her brain just going. She's like, <laughs> we got to get someone who knows calligraphy, and we can get them over here, and they're going to scrolly your... Or like wall <laughs> words where you can just put them up there. Yes. You can get them done. So yes. tell tell everybody. And then, and then it was like... Super excited, super excited, and then a little deflated after I heard what the family motto was. Our family motto is don't die dumb. (laughs) 
Yes. And the more I think about it, the more I think it should go on the house because it's awesome. <laughs> it's not. Well, she was she was disappointed. And I, I don't blame her because it's I wasn't disappointed. You were a little embarrassed. I was. And I was like, she was a little sheepish about telling me. And I was like, what? What could it be like? I don't know. I, I'm like, I was um, thinking like really, really bad. My brain, my brain went to like that place. Like, what, what are you going to? What are you going to tell What's me it? that I don't already know about you and your family? What's Anne going to tell me now? <laughs> so I, when she was hit with that little truth bomb and it wasn't <laughs> what she wanted, which I don't blame her. It's not what I wanted either. Don't put it on your... I, I like the motto, but I'm not saying you should put it on the 17-foot wall. <laughs> Good advice. Keep it on a bookmark Thank or something. You. You know, thank you. I'll do. I'll consider. I'll take that in consideration. Screensaver or something. Yeah, mouse pad cover. <laughs> Let's just not ever talk of it again. But so Denise and her disappointment. She was like, no, like you can't. She kind of had a moment of just like, don't. That can't be. That it. can't be it. Because Denise's family motto is probably one of the best. Well, I don't know if it's one of the best. It is, but I have been a proponent of this since my kids were young. Where did I get this motto? I don't know. I'd like to think I made it up. But okay. you you know me pretty well. It probably didn't. It I might probably have heard it through. I probably heard something like it somewhere, but I literally don't remember what, but my family motto and I say it's our family motto. I'm not sure if my kids would say it's our family motto because but they would know it if I said it, which is life's about relationships. Okay. Now this is a this if you've Period. known Denise for any amount of time, 20 minutes, you <laughs> you will know that she that she pulls that out and cuz it applies to every situation. But on top of that being her own personal motto and her family motto. I mean, my son quoted that motto on his mission. Right. In talks that he's given. I wrote to him about it. That's why. That's she she's not shy about sharing it, <laughs> which I'm grateful for. But on top of that, not just life's about relationships, but then she's broken it down into sort of separate categories. Yeah. I mean, since we're sharing, I'll elaborate a little bit about it. You know, when my kids were little, there I remember distinctly, and I used to fall trapped to all of this. How often have you had your kids come home from school and they're just distraught or they're upset and they're frustrated with a situation that happened to them? all the time. And it's always somebody else's fault. Always, yeah. It's always not my fault. You know, they're not taking a look at who they are. And to take responsibility about that, I came up with this thing that, you know, life is about relationships. You're going to need to figure out how to make this happen. For example, teachers, you know, doesn't like me. And he got mad at me and now I had to stay after school for such and such. It wasn't even my fault. I didn't do anything. He just hates me. Sure. So I turned that around to have it be a personal responsibility thing. And I started really analyzing the fact that life is about relationships. Because when you start thinking about it, there's literally no time ever that life would not be about a relationship. I asked a group of kids, I was driving with a group of youth from church, and we started talking about this, of course, because the young women that I used to work with were like, they they knew, like, 
They knew what my motto was. They knew because I would bring it back to that almost with every single thing we would talk about or a challenge that they had. And we were driving the car and there was uh, some boys in the car with us and the girls that were already, they know who I am and what I'm about. And I said something about life's about relationships. And one of the boys says, I said, because every time, no matter what you're doing in life, there's always a relationship you'll have. And, And the one boy, I could see his thought process going. I was looking at him in the rear view mirror. And he said, well, there are times, I go, there's never a time when you wouldn't have a relationship. And they said, he said, yeah, when you're by yourself. And I said, ha ha. He fell right into your trap. Oh, yes. (laughs) Just where I wanted him. Right. And I said, really, what about the relationship you have with yourself? And there was this long pause. Again, the hamster wheel started moving. And I said, think about this. The relationship you have with yourself, to me, is the very most important relationship you will ever have. It's the most critical for any healthy person is to be in a relationship with yourself. And that's one of those constantly moving targets. And it's hard because you really got to work at it. But you can never escape yourself. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Even when you want to. Right. You know, so... There, there's three there's three relationships that I think are the most critical. One, the one you have with yourself, the one you have with your family, and the one you have with a higher power, your God. And so just in general, the one you have with yourself, you have to be constantly working at that, in my opinion, to be successful at that. The one you have with your family, I always think about this. There are people in our all of our families that we are kind of on the peripheral of, right? I mean, guarantee you, I can ask you right now, there's people in your life that you're like, if I have to spend another Thanksgiving with those people, and this Mm -hmm. is why we started bringing this up because we're all getting ready for the holidays. right? And the one thing that happens to every family, I guarantee you is, is so-and-so coming? Yes, there's always that question. (laughs) Do we have to invite so-and-so? Right. And I have learned that, I just kind of move past that now because life's pretty short. If I don't want that person around, I just don't associate with them or whatever. But when I started thinking about the people in my life, in my relationships, in my family that I really struggle the most with, it's really because I didn't put any time into it or they didn't put any time into the relationship with me. And so again, it's kind of like a savings account, I feel like. You know, you keep giving and giving and giving and the interest that you receive on that savings ends up becoming back to you in in, in all this, you know, compounded interest. Mm-hmm. That's what relationships are about, right? So the one you have with your your God, you you might not believe in God. No. You might believe in, you know, something else. There's usually a higher power though. There's a higher power mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. That balance between those three things for me is what life's about. Life about that type of relationship. In talking about this with um, my son and my husband about our family mottos, my husband just kind of nodded his head and he was like, yeah, that's our family motto. Don't die dumb. <laughs> I mean, there's no need to try and improve on that. Um, but then my son, of course, was like, mom, that's not true. We have a bunch of different family mottos. And so he was listening. 
he reminded me of a few of the family mottos along the way. They, they've got to, they're going up. You're, you're going to take it to the next level, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, they're it, not going to go down from don't die dumb. <laughs> that's for sure. I did share that family motto at a, at a small church gathering. It was a meeting. <laughs> and before the meeting started, there was like an inspirational thought and, you know, like a prayer and an inspirational thought. And, you know, there was only probably 10 of us in this room. And whoever gave the inspirational thought was like, told something about their family motto and then wanted us all to go around the room and I panicked and I was like the <laughs> first one up I was sitting right next to her she was like Anne what's your and I said don't die dumb and I thought I'm pretty sure I took a few years off her life she was mortified sorry Michelle but let me just say this let me just let me just go back don't die dumb is funny at first but if you think about it there is some real I mean, there's some real lessons in that, and there's some real truth to that. No, there there actually is if you really break it down. Like, okay, what are some ways to die dumb? Well, dying in a, a drunk driving accident when you're the drunk driver. Right. That's pretty dumb. So don't do that. Right. You know, there's like don't a larger, be an idiot don't in be your life. Idiot. That's pretty much my husband's motto just in general is just don't <laughs> be an idiot. Um, one of the other ones that I came up with, though, that is a family motto. In fact, it was on some T-shirts for a number of years when my husband was a uh, scoutmaster. The boys adopted it. Was um, failure is not an option, mm-hmm. and that comes from the Apollo 13 mission. Oh, yeah. When they're trying to get those guys back, and that's the one that they got up there. Tom Hanks movie. You know, they get up there into space, and something goes terribly wrong, and they can't land on the moon, and they have to try and get them back. And I don't need to encapsulate the movie, but. Um, one of the ground control guys said that failure is not an option. And that's been, that has been um, a saying, a motto that we use with my son, especially when, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to do this or, you know, whatever. I'm not going to finish this. I'm not going to finish it is really what it comes down to. And it's like, well, that's not actually an option. So that's been, uh, that's been an ongoing motto in our, in our family as well. When you talk about failure, I think people might First, the first thing that I thought of when you say failure is not an option, which is you have to be really good at everything you do then. No, 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 no. And if we're talking in, like in the case of Apollo 13, that was considered a failed mission because they didn't do what they set out to do. In the end, it's not a failed mission at all because they all came back alive. It was a success. So it doesn't mean you have to bust out and be the, the you know, 100%, 10 out of 10. No, no, no. It means do your best and find a way to make it happen regardless of the circumstances. That's right. what this means. Right. So I... it, it doesn't mean perfection. No, no. Never. Oh, in this family? <laughs> are you kidding me? In any family. Let's just no. all be real. Let's, let's just all talk about this. We are average girls. Ugh. And the reason we keep calling ourselves average, and God bless all of you who have told us that we're not average. <laughs> I really appreciate it. It makes me feel good. It mm-hmm. makes me laugh also. Mm-hmm. And because you see the best of us sometimes right and we all see the best of each other on social media or when you're with each other for an hour or two once a month or once a week at church or at school you see the best we all are Mm -hmm. we see who we really are and our family sees who we really are and it's average and it's freaking average sometimes it's below average but we're okay with that and and that's the whole point that failure is not an option doesn't mean that an average person can't accomplish extraordinary things no in fact it's the average people who do accomplish extraordinary things yeah, so that's that that's the whole thing well one of the other family mottos that i we have it's it's a saying that my husband's uncle jack who i love he's one of my favorite people in the world my daughter jacqueline is actually named after uncle mm-hmm. jack 
we call her Jack as well. But um, Uncle Jack said something to us one time. We were talking to him about work and being successful. And and when you own your own business, just making it every year is a success, honestly, yeah, right. right? You have money in the bank and that's a success. And he was saying something about, I was telling him something that somebody said. They said, you're so lucky or something like that. And he said, you know what? This is what you need to tell them. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he didn't make that up. No. I'm sure he heard it from somewhere. And I've heard other people say things similar to that. But I have always thought about that when it comes to anything. Grades. No. Anything you're doing in life, you're working hard. And guess what? You usually are successful if you put the time in. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So I I, I really appreciated it because he said it early on in our our journey of this, you know, we've been running our own business for 30 years and it's been a up and down experience. It's been gratifying on some levels and so hard on the other levels. Terrifying on others. Terrifying no, on it. others. And it's and it's really, I mean, it's a real risk taking every single day, literally. Yeah, right. you, you put everything on the line when you own your own business. And so when he said that to me, it made me feel like I had some power behind me. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes you're working hard and it still doesn't work out. That's right. But it taught me that the harder I work, meaning maybe I have to employ some experts or maybe I have to go back to school or maybe I have to take this certification class because those are all hard things. Yeah. I didn't just stay where I was at. I had to put in the time to get better. The harder you work, the more successful we became. Right. Yeah. Um, another part, uh, another part of the problem. Another, <laughs> another <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. That was Freudian. Another um, motto of our family that my son reminded me of just when I was up there this weekend helping him move uh, is a thing I used to say when he was younger and stuff would happen at school with, you know, you know how group think goes. I would always say be part of the solution not part of the problem. Mm -hmm. So whatever that takes, you have to sidestep, you got to step back, you got to step out, take a look at it as a whole. What is the problem? How can I start solving it? Because as one person, you're probably not going to solve the whole thing, but you can start the ball rolling. So if the problem is that we're all walking out this one gate and we shouldn't be, you need to be the first one to turn around and choose another route and go that way. So be part of the solution. Don't be part of the problem. That applies to everything in life. I think that's really when I'm when you're saying it. I was like my little brain, my little hamster wheel was moving around. <laughs> I saw some smoke coming I out know, of your it ears. Was, it was it was hard, deep thinking right there. <laughs> but when you're talking about in the context of your son who was in high school, like or what when you're telling mm-hmm. him to you know be part of the solution, that would infer that everyone has to take the time to think. Oh, I know. Right. So hard. It is. Again, look at my brain is hurting right now because I had to just think about that. But I'm telling you, the last thing teenagers, young adults really want to do is think too deeply sometimes about solutions. Mm-hmm. That's hard. But that reminder is so good for everybody. Yeah. But if you could be part of the solution, even if it's just a little tiny bit of that solution. That's the thing is I think people see the solution as, oh, I've got to make this huge change. No, you don't. You can kind of just step, like I said, just step out of the crowd and maybe go just a little bit of a different way. I think when you say be part of the solution, it really reminds me of what this country was built on personally. Yes, exactly. Right? This ingenuity, mm-hmm. this 
we're just not going to take it anymore. We're done with your we're, taxes, King. We're putting the... We're going to throw the tea in the in the, <laughs> in the harbor. harbor and we're going to go on our way. That's right. It's right? Happening. Like I know it sounds silly, but No, no but it's it's true. It is true. And and I think gosh, that's a that's a great ideal to have. And but you yeah. can't forget it. You have to continue it. No, you have to continue it because these little moments where you need to rise above the group or just even your own brain sometimes. You have to step outside yourself. They come unexpectedly. And so all of a sudden you have to remind yourself, no, wait a minute. I'm just, am I going along and being part of the problem? Or am I actually trying to be part of a, a solution that may not be very popular right, right. now? You know, right. it's, it's you got to remind yourself, I'm not good at it. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things that if you can continue with that as an adult, you can maybe actually get some stuff done. And you can change some things. You can maybe change a few things, yeah. You can maybe change some things. Yeah. Well, the one that I always think of and I continue to think of and I this is probably my favorite quote of all time uh oh here comes we go comes from the silver fox himself <gasps> Anderson Cooper oh my God. <laughs> not George which, Clooney which silver fox are we talking about yes okay. not Hod Cooper not Hod Cooper <laughs> he is a silver fox he is a silver fox <laughs> um that's my husband, by the way. Um, <laughs> so this comes from Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper, CNN. whom I love. Yes, okay. Whom I love. Yeah. I don't love CNN. I'll just say that. But I do love An- me some good Anderson Cooper. Sure. I really like CNN in the back in the day. And this is when it happened during Hurricane Tr- Katrina. Katrina, sure. And we just actually, right now as we're recording this, there is a big old hurricane going through the Ida. same exact. Ida is coming through. And so it, it reminded me of this, mm-hmm. this quote. Um, Anderson Cooper said, which is, hope is not a plan. Oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. And it was in reference to some people standing up on top of their rooftop where the water was just rising. And, you know, we know when hurricanes are going to happen as another shameless plug. If you haven't listened to the one um, of my experience in the middle of <laughs> Hurricane <laughs> Gilbert, I on think my it's called. I'm I'm in the basement with you. I'm yes, on the basement I'm floor with you. I'm on the basement you. floor with you. That's <laughs> yes. our other one that we talked about. But um, you know when a hurricane's coming, you do. Don't take first class into the eye of if it. they're that, if they're offering it to you for free. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's too good to be true. It is. No. That's another life model we could go with. <laughs> but um, he experienced this, and he was asking these people like, "What is your plan?" And they were like, "We're hoping someone comes and saves us." And he said, hope is not a plan. Like he was getting frustrated. He wrote a book and I don't know. Is that the title of the book? No, I don't know what the title of the book is. But I just remember he wrote a book and I remember that was part of him telling that story and it stuck with me. Mm -hmm. I wrote it down. I literally wanted to put it in my kid's room. I was going to put these quotes all through my kid's rooms, but they were already giving me side eye and rolly (laughs) eyes. And before emojis were in, they were doing it in real life and they were so over this. But just think about it. Hope is not a plan. How many times do we say that to ourselves? I really hope this turns out. I really hope. Well, instead of it being a hope, why don't you just get it done? Yeah. Kind of goes back to what you are. Be part of the solution, right? Right. Be, first of all, we live in, in earthquake country. <laughs> yeah. And hope isn't a plan. Hope is not a plan. Country, no. We do not have any forewarning with this. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had the big one in the forever knock, knock on, on something. someone find some wood and knock yeah on it knock on it yeah. and because but when you we have to have we have ourselves together enough that we have a plan here we yeah. know how to get out of the house we know how to turn off the gas we have food that mm-hmm. we can eat for a few days mm-hmm. more than a few days a few weeks because you just don't know and mm-hmm. i do not want to be at anybody's 
Mercy. I don't want to be at the government's mercy. I don't want to be at any kind of, you know, helps mercy because mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of other people that need it more than I do. That's right. That's and right. I just don't want that. No, and hope is not, doesn't come into that at all. It's called being prepared for the worst eventuality <laughs> and hope has nothing to do with it um the book is called dispatches from the edge a mm-hmm. memoir of war disasters and survival we will link that on our instagram because it is a good read i'm a big anderson cooper fan myself because he's legit as a reporter um there's a lot to learn from how he made his way into the world of journalism yes without his mom's vanderbilt money and just yes. like gloria vanderbilt is yeah. his mother and she was like, "Good luck, Andy. You're the best." Which I love that. He didn't. He didn't. The harder hold, you hold work, the luckier you get. Absolutely. So anyway, we will uh, be sure and link that on our Instagram so that you guys can find it if you choose. Okay, so we're running out of time here on our teeny tiny tag. We're almost done. Let me give you a couple more. I think we can fit in one or two more mottos. Do you have another motto? Because I can. I have a little. I have a little. It's more than a motto. It's something I used to tell my kids. But you go ahead okay. and tell yours. Um, all right. So I've got a couple more that I'm going to add. Um, even if all, not I. That mm. is a Latin phrase that it's really, really old. A lot of people have said it in a lot of different contexts. It's, I don't want to say it's biblical, but it comes from a time of, uh, well, that's, I'm not doing it any justice. But it's, it <laughs> has. historian that you are, that's great. <laughs> circa what i don't AD? i don't know i just know that it's in latin so it's really really old but my husband um had it actually done in hawaiian oh to say even if all not i it's framed even if everybody else is doing it doesn't mean i need to do it there doesn't need to be an expectation that i will do it just because the group is doing it doesn't mean i'm gonna have to do it get out of group think please that's the only way things are going to happen so it's kind of it's true I, it. I don't have much to say about it except that it's a great little motto it really is a really great motto mm-hmm. i don't have so much of another motto what i have i used to tell my kids i used to write it on a piece of paper i used to sign a letter to them this way if they left the house in the morning i would say this be good try hard love you Aww. and i I mean, if you ask, I know for sure my son, Chance, he's told me that he remembers me saying that all the time. Be good, try hard, have fun. Love you. Mm -hmm. But all of that kind of encapsulates every single day of your life. Be good. Just do your best. Be a good human. Don't be a jerk. Try hard. We've talked about that. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Have fun. Life's short. Mm. The one thing I've learned as of late, especially, is that you just don't know. Yeah. You don't know what is going to be on the other side of the next day. Yeah. And when I said I love you, the one thing when I was younger, uh, my parents, it was not a super, my mom told me I loved you. He, she loved me. I knew my dad loved me, but it wasn't an easy thing for him to say. I told myself early on when before I even became a mother and I told myself before I even got married that the people in my life would know I loved them. There would be no guessing it. So I try to remember every single day to tell my kids, to tell the people in my life, I love them. I still get off the phone with people that I'm just friends with and I'm like, love you. Oh yeah, you always say that. I when, do when because yeah. I always think, what if I'm not here tomorrow and they don't know? Yeah. So for me, be good, try hard, have fun. Love you was just... So that was my mantra. That's what I said to my kids every day. And I say it to a lot of people mm-hmm. so they know that's kind of my thing. 
Very good. If you guys have family mottos that you want to share. Oh, we would love them. We want you to write in. You can get a hold of us through our Instagram, Two Average Girls Podcast on Instagram. Other than that, uh, rate, review, subscribe, follow, do all of those things. This has been our teeny tiny tag. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. Be good, try hard, have fun. Love Love you. you.